This. This is, this is diversified, diversified, diversified game, game, game. game. A podcast giving entrepreneurial advice from a diverse and inclusive perspective with Kelly. He may agree, he may oppose, and it's more than just race, it's about, you know, ideas. So, let the game begin. Hey, it's Kellen, and today on Diversified Game, I would call this person a person who is very multifaceted. She has a company, the Salon Cafe, where they make everything from your face, and I believe even your business, because she does marketing as well, she's going to tell us about. And I mean, they have all the services. It's a one-stop shop, and you could not expect anything else from that Jamaican blood. I have some of that blood in me, so I know, you know, we can run multiple hats. And she also <laughs> does some some good, you know, teen work, as well as she's an author as well, and she's going to, you know, Tell us behind the chair, the ugliness of beauty. But Sean, Ho King, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Thank you for having me. Thank you for, you know, coming in. Sorry if I butchered your name, but when I first saw the name, I said, wait, is that hyphenated? Is, is she maybe married to someone of Asian descent? And, you know, I'm sure you get that all the time. So just clear that up real quick, please. Um, well, the name is um, very fascinating. Everywhere I go, I have someone complaining or even fascinated about the name. Um, it's through marriage, of course, and Jamaican is multicultural, so we have everything. It said out of many one people, so definitely um, we have everyone in Jamaica. So that's where the name comes from. It's a Jamaican, Jamaican Chinese, pretty much. Okay. Okay. And I, wait, we, we don't hear that. So I just got to get a little busy off the top. Jamaican Chinese. So is your husband Chinese Jamaican or is he just Chinese? Uh, Jamaican Chinese. That's my ex-husband. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we love positive stories, so we won't dig too much deeper into that unless you go there and want to say something to him. Uh, <laughs> but... <laughs> But but, you know, you are a um, uh, entrepreneur with so many different hats. Uh, tell us about, you know, how did you get started? Was it in the beauty side or was it in the marketing side and everything that you do? Well, it gets started. A um, little background check um, of me. My mom died when I was only 10 years old and I have lots of siblings. It's 14 of us. So. When my mom passed away, I had to dive into a lot of different stuff in life to learn very fast. And hair was a big issue for me. I was in between boys. So when mom died, you know, brothers trying to do my hair. So that wasn't working out too well. So I had to jump in and try to learn to do my own hair at a very young age. And it become my natural ability. And because it come my natural ability, it it just catapult from there and it bring the launching pad for business um, right out of high school. Oh, wow. So, I mean, it, out of a passion, you turned it into profit. And was there a mentor or did you kind of just have to stumble and see what worked for you? When you grew up in a large family, you have many mentors. <laughs> you have everyone that want to tell you what to do, where to go, who to be. 
And I literally learned through trial and error watching my siblings um, navigate this big old world and just craft and found my path in the beauty industry. And because my background with my parents, they were entrepreneurs also, I guess I pick up some of those um, knowledge from them at an early age and to start a business. Okay, and I'm sure somebody will say, okay, you, you, your mother passed at a young age. Was your, you know, and he, if your father was an entrepreneur, was he there also to support you? Absolutely. Pops is a genius. Um, he didn't have a lot of education, but he's one of the smartest men that I've ever known. He is a builder. He was, uh, he is still the matriarch of our family. Um, and he lived with integrity and honesty, and that's what he passed on to a lot, all of us pretty much, um, is live with integrity and whatever you do, you do with, with excellence. I love that. I wouldn't even mind if, you know, that was repeated in this interview, just because <laughs> what I have, you know, what you hear always of Jamaican men, especially, and I say it's all men. I don't care. You don't know enough people. All men can, <laughs> you know, be, be as crazy. Um, and, and let's be honest, there's crazy on both sides, good people on both sides as well. So I'm glad that he was a, a good person. Yes. I'm quoting Trump right now. He uh, was. He was the man. Trust me. He was the man. If I, if most men are like my dad, trust me, we will have a beautiful world. Awesome. I'm glad to hear that. Now, when you first started with hair, I'm sure you didn't start with the salon that you have now. So, you know, how did it start and how long did it take to say, you know what, I'm going to have a full blown, you know, uh, salon and have to actually buy it <laughs> or pay rent? Oh my God. Um, I don't know where I get the courage from, but right out of beauty school, I jump right into renting a chair in the industry. You can rent a chair or you could do booth rentals or commission. And right out of high um, beauty school, I decided to go ahead and rent, rent for like a year and then um, didn't really like the experience and decided to do it on my own. The fear of opening up my own company was not there because I've watched so much of my family members um, jump into that um, ocean. So I decided after a year of beauty school to go ahead and do that. And because of that start and, and was introduced to so many women that that's where the passion for our nonprofit literally stem from because I've have the opportunity to work with so many women over the years and literally all the stuff that we do with marketing and, you know, building our nonprofit and all the different sector that we do is stem from that beginning of learning and understanding women and how much struggles we as women have to go through to, keep afloat and succeed. Oh, wow. Can you talk more about some of that? Because, you know, um, a lot of us men, we think we know. And I just, for the women listeners or watchers, you know, just can you put that on highlight? Because the more we talk about it, the more we can make things better. Absolutely. Um, 
I'm telling you, um, never you knock your your early beginning of anything that you're doing because it's in those humble beginnings. It's in those those sleepless nights. It's in those creativities that you will literally find your superpower, as I call it. And when you find your superpower, it literally the foundation of anything great. And my early beginning really taught me the gorilla marketing where I had to go out to different stores and different places and literally sell myself to the community so they could know that, you know, I'm here and I'm present and all the different aspects of the things, even giving back to the community now and making sure that our teenagers understand their talents and understand that they can make a successful life with just their talent. All of that stemmed from the beginning, the foundation of start. So if I were supposed to tell any woman or any person out there that's listening, don't knock your early beginning because it's in that beginning, the foundation that's become the strongest part of any building that you see go up in, in this universe. It's your, it's your foundation. If you try to build the solid foundation, you will definitely have a great life. Oh, that's great. Great. And for those of you who say, I think I've heard that before. Yes, that, that comes from scripture, y'all. Zechariah, you know, 410 or check out Job 8 and you can, you know, go go deep and see that um, it, it, where it starts won't be where it ends, but you got to start. So that's why we like to talk about this to see, you know, where it starts now when you began and you got your first, you know, your first retail shop. Were you worried about getting clients and how did you get them? Because now I know you do marketing. So it's probably like, oh, I've done this for so long. People know me and word of mouth. But how did you go about learning to market yourself? Trials and errors. Um, when you first start, you just never get it correctly. And even though in school, they will teach you how to do marketing or even market yourself or even present yourself to the world. It's, it's a difference when you actually have to go ahead and do it. And especially if you don't have a big budget, you got to get creative. Um, I always tell my kids, if, if you're trying to play somebody as part, who's playing your part? So you just have to be creative in your advertisement. And for me, when I was starting every Sunday, because um, in the beauty industry, Sundays and Mondays is like our vacation days. <laughs> And those days were the days that we used to go out to, in the community, introduce ourselves and get together with different women groups and just market ourselves in that area. And that's how the word of mouth start getting out. And when you do good work and have good products, then it will it will actually sell itself. Wow, that, that's the truth. Um, you know, even as uh, crazy, sometimes people think I am and they say, well, what are these outfits from and these things you have? But then they listen and they see the work or they'll hear about it and say, OK, he's just a little different. So putting in that work, you can almost be free to be yourself, whoever you are and, and be as crazy as you want to be, you know, as loco and la cabeza as you want to be. Um, um, but, um, 
I, I just I like fashion from around the world and like to travel. Now, you are Jamaican born. And I want to ask you, do you also have business in Jamaica? Does the Salon Cafe also expand over to Kingston or, you know, Mobay no. or Negril? <laughs> no, but you probably dropping something in my spirit. But at this present time, no, we're only based out of South Florida. And um our our nonprofit, however, we do work in Jamaica with schools, giving them free supplies to the kids. So in that rim, we're over there trying to help out teenagers get all the equipments they need for school. Now, let me ask you, uh, why not? Because, you know, there's so many Jamaicans and there's so many businesses here owned by Jamaicans. And I know, you know, Jamaicans, as we aforementioned, you know, can be multifaceted, do all type of things at the same time. So why do you think more Jamaicans are just you, you speak for yourself, don't have business and expand it to Jamaica? Is it harder? Is it more expensive? I don't think it's harder or more expensive. I just think it's a personal walk with each person. Um, I, for me, I could say, because I've been here most of my teenage years and, and older, my relationships are here. So because my relationships are here and growing a family and doing business, it takes up a lot of time. And as I always um, try to teach our teenagers in our, in our mentoring session is if you cut yourself up, if you're a pizza and you cut yourself up in, in, in four and five different pieces, the odds of you getting full with just a, a little quarter, it's, it's slim to nil. But if you cut yourself up into halves, um, you will get a bigger piece of the pie and you'll be able to feel more satisfied. So that's my thing, why I try to keep very tight where I don't spread myself so thin so my family can benefit and my business can benefit and my community can benefit because those are the things that mean the most to me. Okay. And at the end of the day, living a fulfilled life to me is making sure family is good, your community is good, and you have time to give back. Okay, and talk about giving back. Um, you know, I ask every guest, what is their community give back? And I know that you do that. And I and I like to know what is your community give back that you are doing now or that you plan to do. So talk about you and your giving back. Well, my big push this year for 2021, over the pandemic last year, we launched our tutoring program. We call it the Math Bus. And it's a virtual tutoring that we give to South Florida students so they could not just fall behind in this pandemic, but they will catch a pill forward. So last year we served 141 students, giving them the resources with individual tutoring so they could keep up. And we have a 95% rate of their, their academic achievement, which is a great, great um, um, achievement for us. This year, we want to continue with that to make sure that especially our minority students, that they don't fall behind because we are already behind. Our students are already how many years behind. And because of that, we really have to be intentional to make sure our kids are on the level that they need to be to succeed in this world because it's a race. 
And whoever is at the finishing line is who's gonna win. And we cannot, as a community, don't put our kids in that running space, in that race to win. We have to prepare them to win. You can't just win. You have to prepare to win. No, definitely. So that's our Go ahead. No, definitely. Um, we, we That's great because people think sometimes it's just even a economics thing. Like if you come from a poor area, but there's kids who are suffering right now just because they can't get in the classroom. So, you know, talk more about that tutoring. I know folks can register online, but can you talk about is it free or, you know, what are the um, requirements that one needs? Well, um, the program is actually free. Um, we got funding from United Way and um, CSC to help us last year. This year, it's a bit struggle because we need more funding. We need more people like you and the community to pour in. It takes $20 to tutor one child per, per hour. And we want to help as much children as possible, not because of financial restraint with the family, but also give them the resources if they need to, to help with their reading. We have the tutor that is professional to teach them how to read so they could keep up. And a family or a mom, a single mom won't have to worry about, I don't have $20 every hour to pay for my kid to get free tutoring. So we supply that free tutoring, but we need the help from the community to help us so we could help these families. No, definitely, definitely. And, you know, there's a beautiful donation page, folks, that you can go on the talentedteenclub.org. Links will be in the description as well. And I just want people to know, you know, you can, because um, you can support this and have your kids be a part of it. I'm, I'm going to say math, I always struggled with until I went to college because how they taught it. So if you can find the right um, teacher or helper, it, it's a beautiful thing. But my 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 ten year old, she looks at me like, "How do you not know this?" I say, "Oh, that's that new math, you know, just quick cop out." So, um, no, definitely, I, I dig that, and um, I, I, we're going to talk about that off air as far as you know how your donations and everything, certain things in my my life, I don't I don't talk about at all, um, <laughs> just because <laughs> it's not to be talked about, but. What is, you know, the the average, how many students uh, from last year to now with COVID, the online program, how many more are you working with? Oh, my God. Every, I was just telling my husband last night, every single day we have at least 10 students or families sign up to get tutoring. It's overwhelming the need. And we don't have enough funding for the need. So a lot of kids are on wait lists where we cannot assist them because we just don't have the funding to hire that tutor to make that happen. So that's why it's very crucial that the, the community really chip in and support so we could support these families in need. So you need uh, more funding and you need more tutors and it sounds like you are paying the tutors. Are there any volunteer opportunities for tutors? There is lots of volunteer opportunity for tutors. Please, if you want to volunteer and give some time and you are a math teacher or a reading teacher, or you have the capacity 
and the know-how how to do that, we will definitely take you. And you could contact us at the, on our website. Just send us a, a, a contact page. Just send us, hey, we want a tutor. We want to help. And we will definitely reach out to you and get you on board. Okay. And, you know, I, I love that. But for some reason, forgive me, I'm in the media, right? There, <laughs> I, I just want to say, if you could tell what those basic requirements are because we want the right people um, teaching the kids. And I can already see the wrong people saying, oh, this is my chance again at life to get, you know, to get a shot. So what type of background check? And also for parents out there who are going to get tutors, what type of background checks, you know, it, it does it, we, we know the, the predators and the pedophiles. No, don't apply at all. But what about, you know, folks who might have had a DUI or something like misdemeanor? You know, should they apply too? Because sometimes they get scared and say, they're not going to take me. You have to pass a level two background check. That's a must because you're dealing with minors and we have to make sure that they are safe in either the, in the virtual or even in the presence. So they have to be able to pass a level two background check. And they have to be um, college grad, a teacher preferably, or we also use some college level student with a 3.5 GPA and higher. Okay. So, and for those of you, you know, say, well, level two, what does that mean? Hey, if you're like me and you have your concealed carry, you'll probably pass. Uh, there you go. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, um, with, with that, how, how many students have you seen? Do you have, you know, is it 400? Is it 600? Pretty four since the pandemic starts. We have assist. Wow. Wow. Okay. Th this is, this is needed. And how has um, Palm Beach County or, you know, the city that you are in, how have they supplied help? Oh, wow. United Way, I tell you, they are true champion in this pandemic. They really stepped in and they really give us the resources that we need. We only didn't um, do the tutoring or doing the tutoring. We also were able to launch our free hygiene store where any teenager, once you're a kid in Palm Beach County, you could come to the store and pick up free hygiene products, free pads, free underarms, free lotions even the basic um, hand sanitizer. And it was due to the community, such as United Way, that make those things possible. So the community has been very, very uh, accommodating with what we're doing and, and helping us on our mission. No, that's that's good to hear because we always hear in the community there's, you know, this money not being, any, nothing done with it, or there's people who are taking for programs that don't necessarily fit the, the mind, you know, a lot of stuff for sports. So we can make sure the kids can smash their head. Like I did as a kid with the, you know, <laughs> up against each other in football or something, but that doesn't really add the same value as an education. So I tell, I tell everyone that your self-esteem and your self-confidence is the foundation Without that, it's hard to put up anything great on that foundation. So we really try to empower our kids to believe in themselves and give them the necessary tools they need to succeed. No, that's great. And, and, and talking about the tools, you know, you, you have 
you have the beauty salon and you do the marketing. I mean, I look at you as just a consultant like myself because you have so many different services. What type of clients do you want for 2021 and how do you onboard them? Because, you know, as a consultant, you get a little bit of everyone who says, hey, make me rich, make me famous, do it tomorrow. If once I give you my money and things just don't work like that, 99.9% of the time. So what type of clients are you looking for and what do you want to do for them? Uh, the clients that we work with, we work with executives. Um, we work with um, the community leaders, um, also the school district. We're very heavy in assisting companies in any aspect of whatever they need to look beautiful. If they're having an event, we can come alongside them and do the heavy lifting to make them look beautiful. If they need a makeover because they need to do a headshot because you know they have to have that presence we will come alongside them and make that happen whatever their needs are to make them shine and to make them look beautiful that's what we do so we're looking more for executive the community leaders and also the school district to kind of help us okay and do you like you know the events more than um, the long term, help me with, you know, from A to Z, I'm going to need you forever. Or do you like putting on the events and say, I'd rather put on an event every day or every week than, you know, do the graphics um, every day and they're always changing? What's your preference? My preference is good relationship. If you have a good spirit and we, I mean, it's all about in the relationship. It doesn't matter if the work is a long-term or it's just an event. It's all about the relationship and what we can build together as a team. All right. Spoken like a true person who has been media trained. You guys are getting the game. <laughs> the, Talk about your journey as an author behind the chair, the ugliness of beauty on Amazon right now, folks. What inspired that book? What inspired that book? Because it was my final, final time to kind of stay behind the chair full time. Meaning in the space of beauty, I was literally retiring from that space to launch all these other products and services that we have today. So um, because I have so much stories of different things that happened throughout the years, I says, you know what I mean? Why not put it in a book format to, to let them, let our audience, which is mostly women know that beauty is skin deep. We are all beautiful. We are just sums of experiences and opportunities that makes us and so often we as women we can so hard on ourselves especially on the outer but our true beauty is what lies within and that's pretty much what the book is trying to tell everyone to know that we all have struggles people have ptsd because of their traumas we people have diseases that they can't cure people just have a tough life and some have a beautiful life we all are some of all our experiences but what makes us beautiful is what's within so pretty much that's what i'm trying to let everybody know don't it's good to get your hair done it's good to get your makeup done but don't be so stuck on just that 
Make sure your heart is pure. Make sure you feel good about yourself. Make sure you could build that self-esteem that your body needs to sustain you long-term and make you a, a very happy person. And, and, and please, oh, I, I need you to go deeper because Florida, and I moved here for all the beautiful people. And when I'm on the beach and my kids are playing and I can type and I can read and I want to be around other beautiful people because in some places I'll stand out. I'm so beautiful, right? But, <laughs> but, but go deep because sometimes, I mean, you see all the injections here and folks have taken that beauty to be, that's everything. And because I'm beautiful, you should want me to be around. Even if you're a, what I call my, tell my, I have girls. And I say, that's a beautiful idiot right there. Like there's no <laughs> substance. You're just beautiful. You've been created in a laboratory. So, you know, go, go even deeper on that beauty because it's just, I mean, after you get a beautiful person and they're not fulfilling, then you find out, oh, I don't, I don't this. I need a new model. So, you know, talk, talk more about that, please. It's the society, the social media, it creates a false sense of beauty. And so often, especially our young teenage girls, they really try to look like that person, that picture. And they don't understand that with, with a person like me or my, in the industry of beauty, we can make anything look perfect. But there's no such thing as perfection. And if you try to, to run on that perfection, you will always be disappointed. The, 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 the person that you are is not makeup with the outer, it makeup with your inner, your self-worth, your self-esteem, your self-confidence. They says what, self-confidence is the best outfit. So it doesn't matter if you have on a $5,000 outfit, if the confidence that's in that suit is not there, you're really not gonna feel that power that you need to feel. All the power that they're looking for is already within. Because when God created us, he created us what? Beautiful and wonderfully made. So we already have all of that beauty, but it's for us to tap into that natural beauty and own it and be okay with your flaws, be okay with your wrinkles, be okay with, you know, if you went through surgery and now you have a bad scar. You know, it's okay. And that's what we need to breathe more of in this industry, that it's okay. We are all on the, in this journey, but what makes us beautiful is how we treat others and how we respect ourselves. Definitely. Amen to that. Because even the scriptures tell us, you know, beauty fades. So y'all need to enjoy your, your young wife now. <laughs> and comparing and saying, hey, could you maybe get that injection so you could look like and, you know, the scriptures also tell us, you know, the mind governed by the flesh is death. So you got to you got to renew your mind every day. That's why. So, yeah, it, it, it's crazy. Um, just I, I've spoken to people and say, man, if you don't pick up a book uh, <laughs> and, and, and do something different. Now, with executive, and I, I love doing this with clients, with you saying you like executive clients, uh, before anybody ever tries to, you know, call you like I just <laughs> did or email you, um, 
what range should they be looking at to start? How much, you know, income do they need? Is it on retainer? How is that set up? Because you don't want to waste anyone's time and I surely don't want them to waste yours. All right. The reception was trying to hate. Yes, it was, but thank God we're back. Yes, yes. And I'll, I'll, re, I'll re-ask that question. Um, I wanted to know, you know, before people think about emailing you or trying to give you a call, what is a range they should have um, retainer wise or how do you, you know, th- those ranges? Because you like to deal with executives and folks who are maybe just starting don't have that executive budget. So where should they be at? Everyone, if you're an executive, you already have the budget because you already have the mindset. And okay. that's the type of people that we're trying to work with, the mindset. It's not about the money because the money will come once you have the mindset. All right. Sean is nice, y'all. So you better hit her up, uh, you know, quickly because, you know, I, I have a different answer to that, Sean. And I, <laughs> I send over a beautiful scope of work kind of contract thing and say, this is what we do and this is how we do it. And we hope that you have the mindset just that you ask the question, but it saves a lot of time. So that's a very nice, uh, beautiful answer that you you have Um because some folks will say, I have the mindset, I don't have the money. So do you mind if you just work for free? There's not, there's no such thing as free. Everything is a price. Gotcha. Gotcha. And as you guys see who are watching and those who are listening, you can kind of check it out if you want on the YouTube that, you know, uh, Sean is in. I don't know if that's the, um, the new, um, Bentley or if it's the new Rolls Royce truck. I don't know what car she's driving right now, but you know, that, that leather surely wasn't free. So there are things that she likes to get. Sean, would you like to leave the audience with anything before we end? Absolutely. I will tell any entrepreneur, any CFO that's working out there. Um, the word that I got today is keep moving keep moving. They says dark, dog, never chase park cars. If you want to see the light, keep moving, keep running, keep doing what you're doing, because in, in the midst of you doing, that's when you're going to find your greatness. But if you quit, you will never, ever know what was down the street because you quit. And sometimes we quit way too early. So I will give leave you a superpower. Keep moving. Well, you guys have gotten keep going. You guys have gotten the game. Keep moving. All Sean's links will be in the description box, whether you want to check out her company, get the book to motivate someone else so they can, you know, get that motivation after you're done reading it. And you say, hey, check this out. Um, and the teen club so you can donate and or find out how you can be a tutor. Sean, I thank you for coming on and sharing the game. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for getting in the game and listening to the Diversify Game Podcast with Kellen, the number one show pairing entrepreneurship with diverse and inclusive perspectives like wine and cheese, bagel and lots, fish and grits. 
Be sure to visit DiversifyGame.com for all the good stuff. Join in the conversation and discover more content.